I am so excited for you all to hear from today's guest expert on the podcast. I'm talking to Grace Blacksey. She is founder and CEO of Quench Collective, which is home to female entrepreneurs and leaders having conversation about life and business. And if you have not attended one of her Friday fill up your cup events, you need to. That's how I actually originally met her over a year ago, was attending one of her online events. She has served over 5,000 entrepreneurs and leaders through these Friday meetups and is continuing to bring in brilliant guest experts every single week. If you're looking to learn and level up your leadership, that's a space for you. Grab a pen and paper, friends, because Grace is brilliant. She has an integrated approach to leadership. She's become a dear friend over the past year. (laughs) We've taken vacations together. We both just moved to the same city, so you'll be hearing more from her. But honestly, she is a leader who does it well and does it authentically, okay? We need more leaders like that who are willing to be transparent and lead with integrity. And so I invite you to listen to this beautiful conversation I had with Grace about power and responsibility and leadership. Let us know what you think when the episode's over. Welcome to the Coffee on Leadership podcast. I'm Shaylee Trentum, a higher education practitioner and professor turned consultant, guiding leaders in cultivating creativity and wholeness through learning and development. And this podcast is a whole lot of that, fit into short segments you can listen to over a cup of coffee. Meet me here as I design conversations around leadership that you can authentically integrate into the spaces where you lead and have impact. Cheers. Welcome. So excited to be here. Thank you so much. <laughs> it's so fun because truly we we kind of chat throughout the day, most days out of the week, just about all things leadership and business. And so this feels like an extension of that. So thank you. 100%. It's so nice to actually, I think often when we're talking, we we wish we had record on. So it's nice to do that now. <laughs> That's true. How many times have we done something? We're like, oh, we should have recorded that. Or I've said that to you of that, what, that thing you just said, I need you to repeat it and <laughs> keep it for next time. <laughs> right back at you, Shaylee. Love it. Okay. So great. I want to talk to you today about power and responsibility in leadership. Yes. How do you feel about that? I feel wonderful about it. It's something that I think is so important. And, um, you know, power, I think, can go both a positive positive and negative direction. And so I'm excited to talk about it as it pertains to impactful leadership. So when we've been talking about power and responsibility and leadership in the past, we've talked about it Mm -hmm. from, from this idea that leadership has become more visible than it has ever been before because of social media, because of access across the world via Zoom calls. And so tell me why power and responsibility has been kind of this tethered topic for you as a leader. Yeah, I think that this is something that, yeah, it's so true. I think and more than ever too, right, when we are really needing, craving, wanting leadership and responsibility, even just through this time that we're at, you know, coming out of 2020 and going into 2021, I think that, you know, one of the biggest shifts that I realized both for myself and my business as an entrepreneur was that, you know, I had walked around serving others for so long in my different corporate jobs. And and mind you, that was something that I enjoyed doing at that time. And I always kind of felt this nudge to do something more. And as I have kind of unpacked those layers. What I've realized is that was actually a nudge to step into my power. And then Mm. deeper than that, that was a nudge to step into my leadership. And when I work with women and, you know, specifically on like the client side and also just a community member side and, and having daily conversations like you and I do, 
I think that so much of the transformation of being on the other side of wherever they're at, you know, I, I have a business that I want to grow and scale. I, I have this, this challenge in front of me that I want to get on the other side of. It is recognizing and realizing the power that is within them, the leadership that is innately inside of them. And I feel like when that, that, when that switch is flipped, that changes everything and the ability to, to um, use that then as a tool to have impact is, is incredible. I love that you look at it as this internal power first. Because mm-hmm. when we talk about leadership, right, we talk about everyone as a leader, but it's stepping into that, owning that and starting with self-leadership. How do we carry ourselves? How do we learn? How do we yes. put our best foot forward? How do we use our gifts and our strengths and our skills? And so it really starts as an internal power. But then we know that with any level of leadership comes influence and you have the opportunity to impact people in your sphere of influence, right? And yes. so with that comes that level of responsibility of mm-hmm. what you do with that influence. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about that tethered piece of responsibility a little bit and, and what your thoughts have been recently there in this concept. Yeah, I think something that you and I have talked about in the past that's just resonated through everything from the racial justice movement to even just, again, my world is so saturated and really helping women step into their power and into that next level of whatever it is, you know, within their business, usually leadership, but whatever that may be. And with that, something that I feel like is obviously kind of put under the rug, it's not something that's usually brought to the forefront is the incredible privilege that comes with leadership. Now we look at it, I think it absolutely 100% without question is responsibility, but also we Mm -hmm. have this privilege as leaders to, to be in a position of influence. And we have this voice, we have this platform, even, you know, today I was talking to a client about the, the, what a privilege our platforms are and what that Mm. looks like. And the kind of the responsibility that we have to deliver our truest, deepest messages upon them. You know, it's not just about us, even if your business is, is around the thing that you do per your namesake or whatever it may be. It is about that community that we are, that, that we've kind of rallied around us or our movement or our business or the thing that we are leading, right? It is truly mm. to me about recognizing that responsibility, not just the responsibility, but the privilege that comes with that and coming at it almost from this place of gratitude, if you will. And I love what you said about it coming from the internal. I believe that's, that's just, it is, it has to come internal before it is then exposed externally as a leader. I mean, whether, whatever that is, you know, from, um, from gratitude, from leadership, from whatever it is that, you know, you really are working on in, in your journey. And Mm -hmm. so, yeah, I think that that privilege and that responsibility is more closely tied than we maybe even realize it is. Yeah. I, I think seeing that, that connection point, um, like I keep calling it a tether. I feel like it's Mm -hmm. something that is ebbing and flowing and where one goes, the other goes, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I I love what you say. I always say that too. I feel so tethered to like my community members. It's really is. Mm -hmm. I almost think of like this, this, you know, golden string, if you will, between me and them. And it's usually kind of in the heart center of, (laughs) of Mm -hmm. when I think about it, you know, I feel very connected to them and from this um, heart-based place. And if we're tethered to these people, what a responsibility we have to our, to both them and then ourselves to, you know, everything from 
taking great care of ourselves from a leadership standpoint to um, diversifying and expanding our knowledge to doing these things that actually make sure to really nourish us, therefore them, therefore we can show up as this more powerful, powerful leader, um, be more impactful. I mean, I think it's just this domino effect. Okay. So you know me and I, of course, I love to dig into words and the meaning behind things. And so I was looking at responsibility and Mm. thinking through like, what does that actually mean for a person? Because I mean, as a parent, I constantly was saying like, you are responsible for your actions Mm -hmm. (laughs) over and over and over. I'm saying that. And so I was looking into responsibility and it's rooted in the Latin word respondere, which means to respond. Mm -hmm. And I started thinking of it in that sense of, of when we are challenging leaders to act. We are asking them to respond and not to react, right? We don't want somebody's, you know, (laughs) reaction to something that's heavily emotional. Like I think emotion is good in reaction, but like heavily emotional, or we don't want the just like first thought. We want somebody to respond, which, which implies some thoughtfulness and some responsibility, right? And it's all kind of tied together. And so I was thinking through that of, of when we think about our response to situations, our response to the people we're serving, our response to our community members, there's a level of trust. And so I I wanted to ask you, like, what does radical trust look like when you are building deep and meaningful communities? Oh, Shaylee, this is a good question. Oh, my God. (laughs) Because this is what I see you doing. Like, I, for listeners who don't know this, I... Found Grace on Instagram when COVID started back in March of 2020, and then hardcore followed her, and then we became fast friends. <laughs> so then I've been watching your business unfold for the last year, and have been so impressed because you're cultivating truly authentic community. And so that trust piece, like, how are you doing? It? I want pe- like people, if you can meet Grace, go meet her in the spaces where she leads. But then you will see that trust that I'm talking about. But Grace, share a little bit about that with us. Oh, I well, first of all, thank you. And I feel like one of the greatest gifts of this community has been bringing you to me because I do feel so tethered. Let's use that word again. It's so true. I do feel so tethered to you 110%. And I do feel this tether to, to literally every single community member. I was Um, I was teaching this morning and something that I was teaching is, you know, we have this like, oh my gosh, we have this obsession, right. With, with growing, with, with scaling, with, I got more followers and more of this and more and more and more and more and more. And I think that it's good to be driven. I think that there's no question about it. I think your drive is something that drive is something that's so important as a leader. I also think that being present and truly nurturing relationships is one of the most impactful things that you can do as a leader. Um, and I think mm-hmm. that the way in which we do that is by, is through authenticity and through transparency. Mm-hmm. Those are two of my most, I would say my two extremely core, extreme core values of mine in the top three. <laughs> That's just mm-hmm. something that is, is resonates through and through always for me, both in my personal life and in my business. And I think that the way that I have been able to leverage, I think my, um, leverage trust, I will say in the sense of how, how do you like kind of create trust in maybe more of like a bigger sphere or within a community or within even a small group of people, whatever that looks like on an ongoing basis 
is by showing up with authenticity, but also putting transparency at the forefront. So I think that, mm. you know, showing up and saying, Hey, you know, how's it going? I, I haven't talked to you a while, you know, it, it's been maybe a month or whatever it is. How are you, you know, showing up with saying, I don't, I don't pretend to know everything that's going on with every single community member of mine all the time. But what I do commit to doing is showing up from a heart-based place often as much as I possibly can. And that when I do show up, I'm there 110%. I don't believe in if we're doing everything all at the same time <laughs> that we can actually show up mm -hmm. with 100% of ourselves. And so I do, you know, something that was always said to me when I was in my, you know, at the height of corporate burnout something that people used to say to me is, gosh, you're so busy. And I, I remember thinking that with busyness came importance. Like, yeah, I am busy mm. and I'm, it's because I'm so important, right? It's just, what, what a lie. It's, mm -hmm. it's so not true. But now when someone says that to me, I almost, it's like a little bit of a dagger to the heart because that is absolutely the opposite of what I'm trying to convey. What I'm trying to convey is that I'm actually mm. very here and I'm very much present with you. And so I think the ability to do that from a leadership standpoint, from, you know, whether you are a leader in a corporate space and walking down the hallway and taking a moment to stop and just say, hi, how are you? I mean, making that eye contact, actually showing that you care, remembering something special about someone. I mean, when we ask better questions, we elicit better answers, more memorable ones even. And so how are we able to, to do that from a place of authenticity and transparency and then create those memorable moments to then harbor longer lasting relationships, ones that we can nurture instead of, you know, being so focused on going out and getting new ones all the time, whether, well, that's of course there, that's a whole, there's a whole separate strategy for that, of course, but like, <laughs> and, and bringing in, you know, the right, the right people to whether it be your business or community or whatever it may be, but how do we nurture relationships on a deeper plane so that we can do that for, you know, decades to come. Right. And this is something as you're talking about it in a community sense, it translates to any space where we have other people in our presence. I think that's, that's the beauty of this is it, it matters at our dinner tables. It matters in yeah. our work communities. It matters in, I mean, I'm designing a conversation right now for some leaders who have made the transition to remote, uh, a remote workforce. Yeah. And really it's, difficult as I'm designing these conversations to say like it's just not that complicated yes. <laughs> you just have to put on this lens of I care more about the person across from me in the screen than about numbers and outcomes and deliverables right now and and that's a shift um that's a shift in the workforce and that I mean, even how you're talking about busyness of, you know, in the past, you've heard like, oh, you are so busy. And that that may have been like a badge of honor, right? Of like, yeah, my yeah. Cal calendar is packed. And so because of that, that must mean I'm in an important meeting. Mm -hmm. But when we begin to break down success in our leadership, I think at the end of the day, it really is asking ourselves the question, how are we caring for the people around us? How are we showing up? How are we being present? And how are we asking the right questions. I love that you bring that out of like, how can we become better question askers mm -hmm. so that we can begin to get to, to the core of who people are and the, get to the core of the work that they're doing too. I mean, that's a reframe for leaders, right? Of when you first start by knowing the person, then you can get to the why behind the work. Then you can get to the right. deeper conversations of how you can facilitate better work. Right. 
Yeah. I love that. It's so true. It, it really does. It, it goes across so many different planes of, I love what you said about it going across the dinner table. It's like when we have this scattered energy that kind of goes out, we, we give off that, that feeling. It's almost like some people may describe it as, um, I had someone describe it the other day as kind of this flaky flakiness feeling. And mm-hmm. I, I know, I don't think any of us could sit here and say that we felt uh, that there was a, we, we learned from, or were influenced by, or, or felt lifted up by a leader who was, who was flaky. <laughs> I mean, like, again, for like the most mm-hmm. general term of it, um, instead we felt supported by, and we, we probably felt supported by the leaders who stopped and made the time to really care about us as the, from the human perspective versus, you know, the actual work that we put out. And I think when you encourage from the inside out, you're able then to even elicit better quality work as well. I love that. So I asked you, Grace, um, for three words to describe your leadership. Um, and I've been asking that the last few episodes with guests guests on the podcast. And your three words were impactful, courageous, and open-minded. Would you be willing to share a little bit more about those three and, and kind of how you, you tie those into this greater topic of, of leadership? Yes. These words are so, I guess it's more about legacy for me, right? In the sense of, I know at the end of the day, if I can make sure to have impacted someone's life from a place of leadership, if my courage Mm -hmm. elicited courage within, within their lives in some way, and if I was able to hold space you know, for people to bring their thoughts, maybe from an open-minded place and also receive mine in from an open-minded place that that probably meant that because we kept that open-minded point of view, that we were able to do more impactful work, that we were able to take more courageous risks. And I think that if you, you know, even if I cultivated a community or environment just around those three words, that that is something that I would be so proud of. And, um, I think again, in this, we've, we've talked a lot today about, you know, kind of that internal external, and I really am a big believer in the energy that you give is the energy that you receive. And if I can, if I can put that impactful energy out in the world, that courageous energy out in the world, that, that feeling and opportunity of being open-minded, if that means that's what I receive back from my team, from my community members, from my family, from my friends, whatever that looks like, that is something that I can say that I would truly be, be proud of. Mm-hmm. And I think, well, I, sh- I should say, I know that that is something that I would be so proud to, you know, be s- described as even, um, and, and look to as, as a leader from a, that legacy standpoint. And, again, because it's the impact really for me about what I can, what I can, what I can leave. I know that in the impact of what we want to leave in on this earth and, you know, what we really want to have on people is ultimately a reflection of, you know, what they'll, what they would say about us, let's say, and because it elicited Mm -hmm. a feeling. And I think at the end of the day, if we can, if I can make people feel that way from a leadership perspective, like my heart is happy. Interesting because when we talk about power and that's, you know, where we started at the top of this episode mm-hmm. is dissecting power and responsibility and leadership. What we have found over years and years and years of study in the leadership space is that power 
uh, when shared has more impact and influence. So leaders who are willing to collaborate, leaders who are willing to share in their power and share responsibility actually create a greater legacy in their leadership. And so it's so interesting to me because I've watched the way that you lead and and you know, and I've 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 shared pretty openly of like I'm always watching you. You're like my real life case study. <laughs> um, but I, I have seen how you have shared your leadership with other leaders. You've invited others in. When you talk about holding space and being courageous, you've you've done that for other leaders so that they can begin to see their own courage, so that they can begin to be open minded as well and ask similar questions. And and you've done that in a way that I think really reflects this privilege and responsibility that are tethered together in leadership as a whole that really creates success and creates legacy. Going back to this trust, right? Like I've probably referenced it before on the podcast. Other people have probably heard me say this, but I always point back to Brene Brown's research Mm -hmm. and she kind of says, what comes first, the chicken or the egg? But she does that with the trust vulnerability cycle. (laughs) She's not actually talking about the chicken and the egg. So what comes first, trust or vulnerability? And you have to step into one to experience the other. And you kind of just have to it's like, you know, when you're like doing jump rope with friends and so they're swinging the rope and you need to like get into the, the jump rope yes. circle. Yes. And so you're like balance back and forth thing where you're like getting ready to go and amping yourself up with, with trust and vulnerability as leaders. We really just have to go. You have to dive in. Yes. And are you the one to exhibit trust for first in your team or are you the one to show up vulnerably and so that they trust you? Mm-hmm. Um we kind of never really know where you enter the cycle, but it just requires you to go as a leader. And so I think with all of this, this topics of impact and power and responsibility and and the privilege in whatever leadership role you're showing up in, it also requires a little bit of a jump to just start and to start by saying, I care about people. I care about showing up and join me. Absolutely. I couldn't agree with that more. It's funny how you say the, um, the example of the jump rope. Um, a lot of the time I find when I'm working with women is that they're stuck in this cycle. They're stuck in this cycle. That's not allowing them to go to the next level of their leadership. That's not allowing them to step into their power. And I call that the hamster wheel. And I always say the Mm. easiest way to step off the hamster wheel is to put one foot down and step off of it. And it's like, we are the only ones that are keeping that cycle going. And so it's really this, like, again, no surprise here, Shaylee, you and I, like with this internal and external kind of like energy here, it's, it's like, you really have to fully step into it or fully step off of whatever that, you know, step off of that hamster wheel so that you can step into your power so that you can step into your leadership. And I think that's the moment when you realize that I'm not just doing this, like I am a leader, I am leading whether you know, whether it's my business or within, you know, my family, whatever that looks like when, when that shift happens, that's where I think is that kind of almost magical moment. You can't really explain it, but that's really when you feel that responsibility of, oh, I'm not just here doing, I am here intentionally creating as a leader. And again, that magic moment, we can't really explain maybe even, but you're stepping into that is that, kind of everything just clicks. And um, Mm -hmm. for me, you know, being able to watch that happen is such a gift. Um, And I Mm -hmm. think that stepping into that is one of the most powerful things that you can do. Thanks for listening to the Coffee on Leadership podcast. 
take a few moments to reflect on how you will integrate today's episode into your life. And let me know if it was helpful to your leadership. Reach out, visit my website, or leave a comment. And don't forget to share with colleagues and subscribe for future learning. Until our next cup of coffee together, cheers.